Welcome to Veterinary Advice, Animal News, and Views, the show dedicated to pets and the people who love them. Brought to you by DrRogerHolisticVet.com, the place for safe and effective natural healing for dogs and cats. Now, here's your host, practicing veterinarian, Dr. Roger Welton. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Veterinary Advice, Animal News and Views. I'm your host, Roger Welton, practicing veterinarian, coming to you from the Florida Space Coast. I'd like to bid a fond hello to our new fans at the Prepper Broadcasting Network, prepperbroadcasting.com, P-R-E-P-P-E-R, broadcasting.com. They have picked up our show, and I'm very flattered. And it's bringing in a whole new legion of fans, and I'm very excited about it. So if you're listening from PrepperBroadcasting.com, welcome to the program. <clears throat> Pardon me, fighting a little bit of a cold here. I have children, and I catch colds more frequently than I have in my adult life ever. <laughs> I'm sure you parents out there understand. Tonight's topic is chubby kitties, and how can we get them to exercise more? Dog is easy. You know, you throw a leash on them. Well, okay. For the most part, that from a general standpoint, you throw a leash on them, you make the little critter walk, or the big critter. It's very simple. <clears throat> the, for swimming dogs, great. Get them in the pool, swim. Exercise is easy for dogs, but getting a kitty, especially a middle-aged to older kitty, that, um, you know, they get lazier with age, those pampered house cats. It gets increasingly difficult to get them to move, and of course their passion for eating doesn't change despite their increasing laziness and sloth with age and as a result we have a lot of chubby kitties of course there's nutritional concerns but today we're going to focus on how we get our kitty cats to exercise i don't have any email questions comments uh for this episode but i want to remind everybody that if you would like to email Send a question, comment, anything that you'd like me to air on the program, answer, address, what have you. That email address is comments at web-dvm.net. Comments at web-dvm.net. And that email address is also always posted on each show description. Nothing but spam in my inbox this time around. It's amazing when you publicly post an email address, the amount of garbage you get. Mostly it's uh, somebody leaving me millions and millions of dollars in their will, <laughs> a person I don't even know from Nigeria, and they're asking for my bank account number so they can transfer the money to me. Uh, apparently I have lost long or long lost relatives in Nigeria. <laughs> At any rate, please send me some legitimate question, comments, concerns, because I'm tired of the spam. So let's get into our chubby kitty. So <clears throat> when we have chubby kitties, it's it's more than just a physique. It is a health problem. It predisposes them to pancreatic disease, predisposes them to diabetes. Diabetes in cats, 95% of them are type 2 diabetics, which means they were not born with the predisposition. It is their physique and lifestyle that got them there, just like with type 2 diabetics in people. They brought themselves to that place. What type 2 diabetes means is it's non-insulin dependent. Of course, a lot of these kitties need insulin, at least for a while, sometimes forever. But 
you know, that to control the blood glucose, the blood sugar that spikes so high. But really, they don't need to get there if we can control their physique. What else does being obese predispose cats to? Predisposes them to degenerative joint disease. It wears out their shoulders and hips and knees. It also predisposes to injuries such as ACL tears of the knees, all kinds of stuff. So being overweight is not good for a kitty cat. You know, you look at them, you say, oh, look at that big fat pampered house cat. Well, it's great that they're not starving. It's great that they have a good home. It's great that they're pampered, but we don't want to love them to death, right? So let's talk about how we get a lazy kitty, pampered house cat, pampered prince, princess, whatever you have in your home. How do we get them to move? You can't throw a leash on them unless you have an Abyssinian, which some of those, not all of them, but some of them are amenable to throwing a harness on them and taking them for a walk. That's amazing when I see that. But but most cats, you throw a leash on them, you try to walk. It's like dragging a <laughs> a, a, a sack of sand behind you. They're not going to do it. But I would say if you got one of those cats that's amenable to walking, by all means, go for it. <clears throat> but for most of us with cats, and I have three, that's not going to fly. <laughs> so if you can go there... Uh, number one, try to walk them. If you can't go there like the rest of us, let's go to option number two. They sell these things at pet stores and not just pet stores all over the place called laser pointers and laser pointers are harmless. I would not aim them in the kitty's eye. That's the only thing that can cause some retinal issues. I wouldn't point it in your own eye either, but you take a laser pointer and you create a point of light on the floor, on the wall, and what happens is the kitties, a lot of them can't resist. They go after it, they chase it, they pounce on it, and you can do that with some cats for like an hour, and it gets them moving, jumping, it gets them engaged and moving a lot, and you know, even to some degree, it's providing some aerobic exercise, so we want to be sure that we're getting them exercising those those muscles as well because lean muscle actually increases the rate of metabolism and increases the rate of fat burn and caloric burn. So when we get them moving, yes, we're burning calories, but we're also increasing that lean muscle. A laser pointer is one way to get there. Of course, no cat, no two cats are alike. Some may look at the laser pointer and look at you like, I don't care about that, <laughs> but a lot of them go for it, so it's worth a try. All three of my cats love the laser pointer, and I got two chubbies that, oh boy, you know, it's a struggle getting them to uh, to to exercise, and it's also a struggle getting them to not eat the thinner cat's food. So, you know, uh, all three of mine, though, enjoy the laser pointer, so most kitties are going to go for that. That's Method number one. Method number two, vertical spaces. Create vertical spaces for your kitty cat. Cats love to go vertical. Uh, you know, given the opportunity, they love to go up, meaning up towards the ceiling. And <clears throat> the higher you can get them to go, the more you get them to climb. Even if it's a, a bed, a platform that they can get up to just to sleep, That you know, it makes it so that in order to take that long nap that they love to take, they got to climb to get there. In my home, we have three kitty jungle gyms. They sell these at like Petco, PetSmart, or Pet Supermarket, or wherever it is you go for your retail pet goods. You can buy these cat trees. They're a couple hundred bucks, but um, three in my home. We have one in our bedroom, one in what we call the cat room. That's where we keep the litter box and, and all that, and it's also where my wife's office is. 
<laughs> Lucky her. But uh, and then we we have another one in the main living room, and the cats wherever they are because they tend to follow us around the house. They have their vertical their vertical jungle gyms that are about six six feet high that they can climb up to. In these jungle gyms, there's platforms. There are hammocks, and it's so cute. They love to sleep in the hammocks. Two, two of my three just love their hammocks, and to walk in and see your cat sleeping in a hammock, it's just incredibly adorable. But these jungle gyms are great. It's a way to get them vertical. Um, other ways, you can put platforms that go on windowsills. So if you have a window, cats, indoor cats love to just look out the window and animal and people watch. It's intriguing for them. It gives them mental stimulation, which is good for kitties. It also makes them have to hop up to an area and also, you know, exercise those legs. So getting them to hop up, getting them to go vertical is another way to go. So the next method is playing on the fact that kitties need to drink water and they need to eat. And a lot of cats love to eat. And so we want to take that, those necessities, and let's work with it. <laughs> let's work with it. So what, one thing we can do is, you know, typically after a kitty eats, especially if they're on kibble, they're going to want to get a drink after because the kibble will tend to, tend to dry out their mouth. Um, canned diets, they may or may not want to drink after, but with the dry, they typically will want to go get a drink. Well, don't keep them together. Keep them in separate rooms. Keep the water in one room and the food in another. That way, after they eat, they actually have to move to go get a drink of water. And if they want to eat some more, they have to walk back. We call it the water and food workout. And separate them like across the house. And the more space you have in your home, the further I would advise moving the water. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> Darn cold. So in our home, we keep the food in the quote-unquote cat room slash wife office, along with the vertical jungle gym, but the water is on the complete opposite side of the house in our master bedroom. So they have to go back and forth, and, and my cats love to nibble and then get a drink. And then, well, two of my three, the Devon Rexes, they're, they're unique. They're special. One of them is named Forrest after Forrest Gump. <laughs> And that's all I need to say about Forrest. So they nibble, they drink, they nibble, they drink. So in the course of that process, my cats will walk like, I would venture to say like a quarter mile. <laughs> so separate the food and the water on opposite ends of the house. Don't worry about them dehydrating or not finding their food. They will. Cats are very intuitive creatures. They know where the goods are at. And if in doubt, Put them in front of the food. Even if they don't eat it, they know where it is. If in doubt, put them in front of the water. If they don't drink it, at least they know where it is. The water and food workout. The other thing is, next method, we call it the food move. So you put the food down, and of course, you know, a lot of our kitties, they love to eat. Love, love, love to eat. And as a result, they're going to go right for that food. They're excited about the food. Can't wait to eat. Well, as they're eating, pick it up off the floor and put it on the counter. They're going to hop up on the counter and then they'll eat some more. And then take it and then maybe put it on a kitty tree, you know, one of the kitty jungle gyms. So then he's going to follow you, he or she, and then climb up that tree to continue eating. Give it another couple minutes. 
put it back down on the floor, <laughs> so on and so forth. Make it a game. A lot of rewards and snuggling in between. Um, and they actually kind of enjoy it, believe it or not. It seems like it's some kind of sadistic moving their food around. But, um, you know, it, it's one of those things that, uh, they, you know, cats aren't like dogs where they feel threatened by their food, you know, getting messed with. Cats, you know, you'll see, <laughs> I'll feed my cats and they're all playing uh, you know, like like uh, musical chairs with their food. They're going from one to the other and they're sharing each other's food because that's how cats are. They're just not built like dogs. They're not pack animals, whereas dogs would be like growling at each other if they get near one another's food. They're just completely different animals. So you can mess around with their food. And we call that technique the food move. And then lastly, recognize toys that your kitty cat likes. And one of the really cool ones, and my son loves this one because he gets he gets my six-year-old son he gets involved too he loves his cats every night he goes to sleep uh with forest <laughs> he snuggles with forest and that's how he falls asleep every night and then once he's asleep we go and pull forest out of his room but forest loves to snuggle with his babies he loves to snuggle with my daughter and my son but my son especially is attached to this cat and he's such a gentle kitty cat he's not the sharpest tool in the shed but god he's a love so he uh goes to sleep with with forest every day and he loves to play with forest and engage with him and one of the really cool things is you can buy a fishing rod not a real one a pretend fishing rod that uh you can get you know again at a pet store and you cast it out you know and there's no hook on the end but on the end is a fake little fish you cast it out and then you can reel it in and uh the kitty chases it and pounces on it and you, you let them win you know you let them you don't want to if you don't let them win occasionally they're gonna lose interest in the game so you let them pounce on it grab it you know they'll attack it and and do the things that they do take it out of their mouth cast it out again reel it in it's an awesome toy another thing uh you can do which is really cool there is a uh i don't know what it what it's even called but in the middle of it is sort of like a scratching post kind of texture and then on the outer perimeter is a track with a ball in it that you just spin around so between you know using the scratching post texture that they love to dig their nails into which works out their arms you also spin the ball around and when you're spinning the ball around they chase it and they love it and it's really cool and uh along along those lines you know you can even experiment with uh, boxes cats love boxes so you know, if you get a box of something, you know, these days everybody's ordering off Amazon or eBay, you get a box, well, use it, you know, the minute you open your box, I'll guarantee your cat will get in it, well, well you can never guarantee anything with cats, but my, get, my cats, sometimes all three of their big fat bodies will be stuffed in this little box because they love to get in boxes, well, utilize that, take the box and put it up on a counter, take the box and put it up, you know, on a vertical surface, you know, it's one of those things that it's, it seems silly, but but they can really really enjoy it. Um, what I would advise against is, you know, playing with anything stringy. You know, they like yarny things. They like toilet paper, things like that, that they can ingest and potentially get stuck in their gut. We don't want to mess around with stuff like that. Uh, some cats go crazy for catnip. <coughs> Pardon me. And catnip, it's not harmful for cats. Um, a lot of people think it's like weed for cats. It's not. It looks like it. It even smells like it. But it's not a drug. It, it, it has a pheromone um, 
not an actual pheromone, but you know, a, a, a property about it that mimics a feline pheromone. It makes them very excited and happy and crazy. So a daily dose of catnip can, can be really good for, for kitty cats um, in moderation. You know, we don't want them uh, inhaling too much. We also want don't want them um, eating too much of it because it can upset their tummy. Some cats will actually literally eat it. Uh, but whatever the case, it makes them wild for a good like 10 or 15 minutes. And lo and behold, you got a happy kitty for a little while who's jumping around like they're in complete ecstasy. And that's another way uh, to get them to get them uh, exercising. So there's your five ways to get your lazy kitty moving. And I'm telling you, folks, it's worth it. It's worth it because the more they move the better their health. It's, it's no differently from us. And cats, you know, if you look at they, the way they w- have evolved and existed in the wild and still exist in the wild as ferals, you see feral cats, you don't, have, you don't ever see a fat feral cat. You know, why is that? Because they're always on the prowl, on the hunt, and hunting in itself, escaping predators, keeping away from cars, and the whole process of living in the wild. No, I, 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 do, I don't want that for a cat, obviously. I'd rather them be in their home and secure and safe. But that's, you know, they're always on the move. They are, they're never stopping. They're always walking their territory. Well, when they live in a home, they're safe, secure. They get a lot of love. They're part of a family, and that's wonderful. But with that comes a bit of doughiness. <laughs> they get fat and happy. And uh, happy is great, but fat is not good. We don't want them obese. So follow these simple tips and hopefully we can make your kitties healthier and more fit and more muscular. <laughs> and hopefully they don't end up in my office with a blood glucose of 400 and needing to get on insulin. So that's my show for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get those... Uh, Let's get those emails forthcoming again because I really enjoy the questions. And uh, again, at prepperbroadcasting.com, thank you for taking on our show. And I bid all of you a fond farewell. Talk to you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.